Shadow's Bastion, a By Gods and Kings story, takes place in the fictional world of Dunai. All of these works are available to read on Kindle Vela and are available shortly after this release. For more information on By Gods and Kings, please visit our website, bygodsandkings.com, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Chapter 9 The Man Who Betrayed His Goddess Crix followed Discern down the winding path with the evenly placed torches providing ample light for their trek. They had traveled for two hours alone with Crix still noticing the various essences throughout the cavern. His legs were getting tired and weary, but his trip was not over. He had to get to Krelk so he could get to Sunshire, but he was also hoping to hear from Docerne as to why he left the Order of Dahar. So spit it out. Why did you leave Yark, Theorak, or wherever you were to come join the miscreants in Jirast? shouted Crix impatiently. There has to be a reason why you felt it was wise to leave the good graces and comforts of Dahar. Docerne exhaled loudly and kept his eyes forward, refusing to look at Crix as they made their way forward. I don't think you'd understand, God touched. Crix laughed loudly. I serve a god just like you. I'm sure I understand far more than you will give me credit for. Docerne shifted his eyes over to Crix as he appeared impatient while still moving forward. I left Theorak because of a disagreement I had with the abbot, confessed Docerne. Crix laughed. You had a squabble with the abbot, so you left. Docerne grumbled under his breath. It was far more complicated than that, he cried out. The abbot was wanting to convert the remains of all the priests and followers into one giant amalgamation of bones, and frankly, I could not stand for it. Crix's laugh immediately subsided. He wanted to create what? He inquired, curious as to what Docerne was leading to. He wanted to create a massive, hulking creature out of the bones and remaining flesh of those who had already met Vesia, clarified Docerne. Crix glanced forward with his eyes wide open, surprised to hear something so ominous coming from Dahar. He had always viewed her as a passive, loving goddess, not someone whose followers yearned to create abominations that would terrorize Dunai. That was Valkus's place in the universe. Was this Dahar's wish, or... No, of course not. The goddess wanted nothing to do with that catastrophe. She commanded him to cease the project and, from what I understand, has commanded the high priest to replace him as the abbot, continued Docern. Crix nodded slowly. So then why not go back? I'm sure the goddess would love to have someone who can breathe life into the dead into her ranks again. Docern smirked and shrugged. Because something else has turned my head, God touched. He replied coyly. Crix squinted his eyes and bit his bottom lip, curious to what Docern was leading to. I can tell by your eyes that you want me to elaborate, teased Docern. Crix continued to nod his head slowly as Docern exhaled. Fine, but pay attention. After I left Theorak, I traveled over the Ceratos and made my way to Melor. Once I was there, I was greeted by several men and women who were traveling merchants and entertainers. I saw how much of a grand time they were having with one another, and after a few drinks from the tavern, I decided that I wanted to know where they were from and how I could have what they were experiencing in life. So you approached a wandering circus for life advice, patronized Crix. No wonder you didn't travel back into the loving arms of your goddess. You're too deaf to realize how great you had it. Docerne shook his head lightly with a hint of emptiness in his eyes. It's not that, and if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely consider returning to the Order. But, once I spoke to them, I traveled with them in their caravan to Jirast. There, I saw the Three Rings for myself and I witnessed just how great life there was. People from all walks of life and all the Orders under Dunai living in peace amongst one another. Followers of Malaris and followers of Darien breaking bread with one another underneath the same tent happens in Jirast and nowhere else. It was that peace that enchanted me and why I never went back. Crix peered forward with skepticism, thinking that something in Docerne's story wasn't quite truthful. Then why did you cast your lot with Wisely and his ilk? inquired Crix. 
What brought you into service of Coristas, assuming it is actually Coristas and wisely wasn't lying to me? Dosern laughed openly and kept moving forward beside Crix. He wasn't lying to you. Coristas does exist, and it's what ultimately keeps Jaros safe. Crix glanced over with a bewildered expression plastered across his brow. Think about it, God touched. Jarost is filled with the followers from every order, with the exception of Vesia. The knowledge alone would make most armies of flesh quake. Thus, what happens when powerful men are afraid? They attack. Men with power attack those whom they fear. The Confederation of Small Kingdoms, with their seat of power in Shorek, a place I know you are quite familiar with, is fearful of what is in Jarost. However, why hasn't King Forshek sent his armies over the Ceratos to quell any potential threat? Dosern paused briefly as Crix put the pieces together. Because of Korostas, answered Dosern before Crix could speak up. Crix smirked and shook his head in disbelief. So then all of you who have an affinity with a god or goddess are conscripted into service, inquired Crix as he tried to suppress his smile. That's bloody brilliant. Dosern nodded slowly. I don't know who the master of Korostas truly is, but wisely is their contact in Jarost, and these caves hold its servants. And its slaves, inserted Crix ominously. I can see the essence of those attuned to the gods being tortured, their essence being manipulated and ripped from their bodies. Let me guess, those who are not worthy of serving Korostas are sold to someone else. Dosern grinned roguishly while keeping his pace down the path. I don't know who they go to serve, nor how wisely and the others select those who are only fit to serve others. I can tell you that I was asked to serve, and now I serve Korostas willingly. Crix glanced forward to see a bright white light in the distance was wisely planning on converting me from a god-touched servant of Darien to someone who would serve his worldly master, inquired Crix as they made their way to the exit. You said something that he wasn't expecting, and I could tell by his reaction, his genuine surprise, explained Dosern casually. You see, we had no idea that a god-touched had to serve. We were under the impression that you could leave just as a priest could. When Wisely heard that, I could tell by his reaction that his plan was ruined. Crix laughed at Wisely's misfortune. Yes, the rules are quite different for us, but I understand why they are in place. But if you always have to serve a god, that leaves no room for you to serve yourself, continued Dosern. Crix, you are a slave, just like every other god touched. You serve a master, just as those that Korostas sells. Crix stopped moving, allowing the words of Dosern to revolve around in his mind for a few moments. Dosern took a few more steps and paused, turning back to see Crix noticeably in thought. You've never thought of it like that, have you, God-touched? inquired Dosern inquisitively. Everyone who chooses to serve a god has freedoms. They can simply stop worshipping that god not to serve another or no one at all. They have free will, but you do not. Dosern approached Crix and stood in front of him, making sure to lock eyes with him while also trying to suppress an arrogant smirk. You are no more a free man than any of the slaves we have being conditioned in here, stated Dosern. Crix closed his eyes with Dosern still staring into them. He gathered his thoughts and inhaled the cool, stale air that was stagnating in the cavern. That's not true, replied Crick softly, barely audible over his breath. I do have some freedoms. Dosern laughed and glanced back at the opening in the cave. Like what, God touched? You can choose to die? Crix opened his eyes and nodded. I can, or I can shift my allegiance. The words slipped off of Crix's tongue lightly as he kept his focus on Dosern. I can walk away from Darien and I can join any other deity that I choose. Dosern tilted his head slightly and closed his right eye, almost winking while trying to understand what Crix was saying. So, you could turn your back on Darien right now and shift your allegiance to, let's say, Vesia? Or Dahar, Phalaris, Malaris, or any of the others, stated Crix as he listed off the gods in front of Dosern, almost patronizing him. 
I am not a slave because I have a choice. Now I will confess, my choices are finite compared to yours, but I still have a choice. Right, I suppose you do, smiled Dosern. The former priest of Dahar stepped to the side and pointed toward the exit, with the bright light providing the exit to Krelk. And God touched, this is where I leave you. Pray we never see each other again. Crick smiled and stepped forward, passing Dosern before turning around to face him again. Oh, but I do. I feel that this won't be the last time I see a servant of Horistas, Dosern. Dosern huffed and smiled. You don't want to run into us again, God touched. I promise, threatened Dosern before turning around and walking away from Grix. The God touched watched the former servant of Dahar step back into the cavern and out of sight before turning and moving toward the light. He walked for several feet, eventually stepping out to see the bright light combined with tall trees, wooden buildings, a large temple to Phalaris all in sight. He had managed to find his way to Krelk, and next, he would make his way to Sunshire. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.